Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Welcome back to the Paddling Fin Podcast Network. We're brought to you by Yak Gadget. For all your fine kayak fishing accessories, go to yakgadget.com. Pelican cases, coolers, and lighting. Go to pelican.com. And the 153 Bait Company. For all your hard and soft bait needs, go to the 153anglers.com. Now let's get this show started. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the, the brand new show, Advanced Kayak Angler. I appreciate you, you know, tuning in to the first episode. And, uh, yeah, so first I want to start with just kind of giving a little background of, of why we're doing this. You know, I've been doing the paddling fan. I've been with them for two and a half years and been on the reel down the whole time talking about tournaments. That's great. I love tournament fishing. There's, you know, that's still my deal. But this is kind of, I want to do something a little bit different and kind of branch out. I think for me personally, I want to do this because locally I do well, you know, top and angler of the year, win a tournament at least one tournament a year uh, locally and, and always do well. I'm, I'm usually more the finesse grinder type, but I, I'm, I'm definitely haven't had the success I want nationally. Like I got 18th in the Pickwick bass event a couple of weeks ago. So, and that's just kind of how it usually goes for me. I'm usually not on top. I do well, but not on top. So this is kind of going to be partly my journey of find out, you know, taking that next step, to do better and uh hopefully take you all along for the ride and and see if we can learn some things together um the, the noob show has always been so good with tips and tactics and things like that and i thought um we're not going to overlap and do the same shows but uh maybe kind of go a little bit more in depth on some stuff but that's such a great show uh so hopefully this will complement up compliment it and it won't be every week probably every other week we'll see what the schedule is going to be like but uh yeah i appreciate y'all listening so this week we're going to be talking about knots hopefully it won't get too boring for the first show here but uh three people we're going to have on show tonight 
And first we have Chuck Wise. That's kind of my partner in crime. We fish together a lot. And uh, Nick Huddleston. We all three, the two of us stayed together. I, I totally forgot on Seminole earlier this year for the Hobie. And we also have Mark Edwards. He's having some technical issues, but we thought we'd go ahead and get started. Hopefully he's able to jump on here in a minute. Uh, he's, you know, he's got an Android phone, so don't buy Android. There you go. But yeah, thank y'all for being on the show. Yeah, man. Thanks for having us on the very first show, man. It's yeah. pretty awesome. Yeah, thanks for having us here. Yeah, man. So if people don't know quickly, well, not quickly, if you don't want tell people who you are. And so they, you know, tell oh, them. Oh, yeah. I guess. I'll make it quick. Uh, my name's Chuck Wise. Uh, been kayak fishing, man, maybe eight to 10 years. Um, I started in a, you know, a little 10 foot academy special. Uh, and then, you know, now I'm in a, a, a Titan. Uh, pretty sweet. Uh, you know, I fish local, I fish a few national events, and I'm also a part of the KFL Hammers. Um, so, uh, yeah, that's uh, that's short for me. And Brain is a brand new daddy. She's got like a yep. two-month-old, something like that now? No, she's uh, a month, uh, six weeks, I think. Yeah, a month and a half. So, yeah. brand new. Yeah, little bitty baby. Cute. Oh, yeah. Oh, and Nick? Nick, you've been around a long time, man. Tell about tell everybody about yourself if they don't know. Okay, yeah, my name is Nick Huddleston. Uh, I'm located here in North Carolina. Uh, I've been kayak fishing like what now six years since 2015. Uh, started off as just the pond hopper with a uh, what a Cabela's kayak, and I uh, got into the local tournament here with Queen City kayak bass fishing, and kind of grew on that. And then over the last couple of years, I've expanded out to the some of the national events uh mostly hobie last year i qualified for the hobie toc and didn't do very well in the toc but still had a blast i think it's one of the best uh national events we're running around and then uh yep so that's that's pretty much it for me and then i have we have our first uh baby due here in september 5th so oh I actually nice slowing down for me for a little while yeah. well congrats man thank you enjoy yeah. it man and and both these guys have big brains. You're what, Nick? You're going to school for computer engineering? Yeah, yeah. I, I'm a I'm a veteran. I got out a few years ago and uh, took the GI Bill route, and am using that to get a major, get my bachelor's in computer science. And Chuck's a robot engineer. Yeah, I went to uh, Auburn and I uh, graduated with an electrical engineering degree, and now I work with robots and cameras and all kind of stuff. So yeah. Also, I was in the Boy Scouts, so I know not. <laughs> See? <laughs> yeah. I did it for one. I was at uh, Wolf's, like a, a Bear Scout or something like that. Oh, yeah. Whatever the lowest <laughs> one is. I, I, the only thing I remember about it, we did Pine Box Derby. <clears throat> and we had this really big fat kid. And his name was AJ. And we went to the same school. And, like, to put on your patch, they held you upside down. Back then, I don't know if they do yeah. it anymore. This is Mississippi. We do things a certain way, I'm sure. But uh, you, they had to hold you upside down, and they couldn't hold him upside down because he was so heavy. So they quit that. They quit doing that at the time. Maybe I'm aging myself, and there was like he was the all that. But yeah, but that's the only thing I remember. 
I only I didn't do it for long. I guess I didn't I didn't make it to the wee blue. Yep. <laughs> okay. Cool. So uh yeah, we'll just kind of I figured I have no idea how long this is going to go. With the reel down, we'd always do one hour shows, try to do something like that, but we'll try not to make it too long. And I figured we'd just go down the categories. Um we'll start with Braid Delore. So a lot, you know, a lot of people going most people are going to use Braid for at least some application. So for me, Braid Delure, one hundred percent of the time I'm using a, a Palomar. I know, you know, that's maybe the standard of what everybody uses and um and maybe we all use the same one i don't know we didn't really talk about it before but the the palomar i use that because i don't i don't know if i've ever broken one but um yeah it's it's super easy to tie and and that's kind of going to be a consistent with all the knots i tie i usually tend to do the easiest ones that have the least fail rate of me tying it especially being on the water. So I want to tie a super easy, simple knot and one that's recreatable and one that's, you know, dependable. Chuck, how about you, man? I tie the improved clinch knot for Do my you? braid. Yep. So right. frogs, spooks, you know, all kind of top waters. Uh, pun oh, no, punch is different. We'll talk about that later. But yeah, for basically my frogs and spooks, uh, improved clinch knot and uh I guess the reason why that was the first like knot that my dad taught me how to tie for for fishing and i can literally tie it with my eyes closed upside down if i have to you know um and when the pressure's on you need to change baits or whatever uh you need to tie something that you can tie fast and you know like dan said it's got to be a dependable knot and uh for me i haven't broke anything off uh on that improved clinch knot for the braid there we go nick uh, for me, uh, I definitely use the polymer, not a lot for braid as well, but uh, top water, uh, let's you know, like chocolate milk top water, something where uh, the braid isn't really going to affect the fish that much. I'm using uh, like a loop knot for frogs, uh, usually book, uh, and then also uh, like a Rapala knot. Sometimes if I'm just in a hurry, I can quickly tie it and throw it together it's kind of like one of those knots that doesn't look pretty but stays together pretty well see and i i know a lot of people use a loop knot and this is just me but i use a norman fast clips on all my crankbaits and my top water so i take the split rings off so i don't i guess you know that's a fail point i've never had one fail knock on wood i'm sure it'll probably happen one eventually it'll happen but I do that, and I guess because it has that little bit extra space, I think in my head I don't need a loop knot because it, it lets it move. But, uh, yes, I don't know if that's true or not, but maybe a loop knot and the Norman Fast Clip. Because I want, I usually use one top water rod almost all the time and one crank, one or two crankbait rods, and so I can just swap out my different crankbaits pretty quick without having to, to change anything. So. Yep. That's the thing with kayak fishing, though. Like you're only you're limited to a certain amount of rods, so you're always oh, I want to try this bait. I want to try this bait. So you've got to you know be efficient with your knot time for sure. Yeah, I know they use different clips, so I'm not saying that. Yeah, I'll be all that's. Oh yeah, I mean the clip thing. That's a great idea too. Just one I use. I ran high knots now. <laughs> what? That I ran out of all my clips, and I haven't used them since. I just knots. 
Okay, so this uh, this next one, I think we all, well, I'm sure we all use fluorocarbon, but fluorocarbon lure, I'll start with that one. And I haven't been using this one that long, maybe just this, I started this year, I think last winter, I really started trying to think about knots and trying to improve the ones that I use. And I went to a double Palomar knot, I'm not double Palomar, which I was going to say that with braid up. I've never tied a double Palomar knot. I don't know why you'd need a double. I know people do that, but um, but with fluoro to lure, I use the double San Diego jam. And it's just, it's almost like you double put the line through like a Palomar, you know, through the hoop and then back. And it's almost an improved clinch. Instead of down, you go up. So it's, you have three tag ends. I think Swindle tiles does something like that, you know, a, like a similar knot, but uh, yeah, double Palomar, double San Diego jam. I've never had a problem with it. Man, it's, it's, I used to use the improved clinch like a lot of people, you know, that's what you learn. And, uh, and yeah, I've never had one fail yet. Again, knock on wood, I'm going to be doing that a lot, but double San Diego jam, that's, that's really been a big improvement all over my old knot. Chuck? Yeah. Uh, I use that G-Man knot too, but from the best I could tell at that, in, on that YouTube video, it, it wasn't quite the San Diego jam and it, it was just like a regular clinch knot, but it was doubled over. Uh, so that, that's what I use. And I call it just the, a, a double clinch knot, you know, cause you, you, it's not an improved clinch knot where you go through the hole and then back up through the top loop that you made. It's just straight down and pull. Um, but yeah, that, that again, I, I used to only use the improved clinch knot, but I, I was honestly having problems like breaking off like 12 and 15 pound fluoro. I've gone to that double clinch knot. I guess I'll, the, I think he calls it the, the double shindo wrap around the barn three times knot or something, you know? Um, but yeah, that's, that's what I use the, that G man knot. I'd be curious what if, to see what his, what the difference is between his and the, the double San Diego jam since you double up on it. Yeah. Well, like you said that the San Diego jam, you go up the line with the loops. Yeah. And on, on his, he went down, like going toward the lure and then through the, through the hole that you made in, at the, at the top of the lure or whatever. Yeah. Oh, that, that was the best I could tell. I might be tying it wrong. I don't know, but it works for me and I can tie uh, it fast and, uh, haven't had any issues since. There you go. Nick. Oh yeah. So for me, uh, anything that's got like an eyelet, I just tie a polymer knot just cause it's quick and easy. And if you got to change them out real quick for whatever reason, limited on rods but uh for like spinner baits so i'm talking like if it's got an eyelet that's what i'll usually tie but if it's like a spinner bait uh something like that where it's you can't just tie it <laughs> tie a ball them or not like I usually I'm, I'm thinking i guess i don't know the name of the knot but it's i think it's basically a clinch knot but i double double it so i wrap it around twice put it up back through twist it run it down through the bottom and then pull it back through the loop and tighten it down. And I've, I've never had one break off. And, uh, what two, two months ago, I caught like a 40 pound catfish and even have a problem. 17 pound fluorocarbon. So, well, what, here's another question. What do you have a particular brand of fluorocarbon that you, that you use? Yeah, so for me, I mostly use a uh, P line tactical. I've just I've never, I've never used that. I've heard it's good though. I've I've it's got great knot strength, and I've used it probably the last four or five years. No, well, yeah, about four or five years. I've 
I, before that, I went through all different kinds of fluoros and had problems with knots and stuff like that. And maybe it was just my knot tying got better, but I just stuck with the uh, P-Line tactical fluoro. Yeah, Chuck? Uh, well, I, when I first got into fluorocarbon, I think in, in this is everybody's like entry is cigar red label. You know, it's pretty strong. It's a little stiffer than other fluorocarbons. And you pretty, you, you learn real quick that you need to get a better fluorocarbon, I guess. So and now I, I, frays, I, I just. It frays a good bit too. Yeah. Yeah. It, it frays and it'll kind of split up the line a little. Yeah. So now I use um, uh, Invisex on anytime I use fluorocarbon, like 90% of the time, it's going to be Invisex. If I'm flipping, I'm using 20 pound Tatsu. Um, but yeah, in Invisex, I, I ordered a bulk spool today on Amazon. And if you want to, if you want to get it cheaper than anywhere else, you can literally go to Amazon. I think I bought a, a 660 yard spool of 15 pound for 40 bucks. I mean, so can't really beat it. And I think the, the 20 pound is $50. So, uh, but yeah, that, that's what I use. It's uh, you know, it's, you can get it anywhere. Um, and uh, yeah, it's been it's been good for me. It's, it's a lot more supple than the red label, um, uh, but you know, that's yeah. Invisex is ninety percent of the time. That's what I'm using. I'm same way. Invisex. I've been using it since since college, like 2012 or 2013. Is whenever I first started using it, and I've been using it ever since. I've used uh, Sunline's great too, and I use yep. Sunline Braid, but um, well for the the small Uh, uh, spinning reels. I use Sunline Braid, which I'm sure Seagar has a good one too. It's just what I've used. But uh, yeah, so. And for braid, I'll, I'll say that too. I bought some, talking about Swindle, I bought some 50 pound braid from Swindle like in 2013. Whenever Darian Craig, the guy who does the Darian Can Fish, his YouTube page, like, and he sells y'all sweet tea. Well, back in the day, he used to be Swindle's assistant. Whenever I went to college, and I, I think he was fishing college for a year. This might have been 2014, but he was fishing for UAB for a year up here in Birmingham. I, I think that's where he fished for a year. But um, I bought Swindle like pros whenever they stop selling stuff. Whenever they they just have old stuff or they, they're changing brands or whatever it is, new sponsors, they sell a bunch of stuff. And I bought a bunch of stuff from Swindle. I just had to retire a real uh, old quantum smoke I had because I finally wore it out that chuck claimed for me but it it blew up too many spools i couldn't use it <laughs> i made it too fast yeah but the uh was man that thing it was just it was done but it lasted a long time but the uh i bought thousands of yards of 50 pound <laughs> vicious braid from swindle and i still use it to this day i still have probably a thousand yards of his that vicious braid. And I'll tell you what, I vicious fluorocarbon I, I used back then that was I bought some from him too. That was not good. Not even close to being acceptable. But the um but yeah the braid I got that vicious braid man it's it's been great. I use 50 pound braid on every technique except for my spinning reels. I use it for frogs. I use it for swim jigs. I use it for punching. Because I've I've even with punching a two ounce weight down in Florida I've never broken off. Again, I'm knocking on wood. I've never <laughs> broken off on 50-pound braid. I know 65 is like the 
the number everybody's used to but yeah that 50 pound braid man it just i use one kind of braid and i've used it for everything still using it and it still lasts that vicious braid man it's, it's good i don't even know i don't even know what braid i use i can't remember what i put on my spool it lasts so long you just buy like whatever um and then it just stays on there i i yeah. think i use 40 pound uh in 50 that's about it yeah. all right so since we're talking about punching and flipping uh we'll start with you this time chuck what what kind of knots do you use for for punching and flipping so i use i do snail i snail um on both flipping and punching with braid and fluoro uh but it's not because of the reason that everyone thinks um you know everyone says it's because of the kick up the of the hook that you want to snail in my opinion it is not that reason to me the physics doesn't make sense if it kicks up or not you know the angle of that hook coming you know out of the fish's mouth it will grab on to meat somewhere um um but i tie it because it protects the knot because I, I i used to tie you know that same uh that that double clinch knot on my flipping setups and i would break off every now and then it was cut because my weight was hitting that that knot so much and it would eventually just fray it and break it so that's why i snail it's because of the 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 knot protection yeah, not really because of the kick up on the hook not the not the knot yeah exactly yep oh. but yeah so yeah I'm, I'm a snail guy i think the snail kind of like came out whenever we were in college because i it fished Montebello while you were at auburn and i've just been using it ever since i don't punch that much so it's do you use it for flipping too yeah, uh, sometimes, sometimes. If, if I'm flipping a half ounce or or heavier, I'll I'll snail. But three eighths and below, I won't snail. Uh, so yeah, I've never done it for just fluoro before. But yeah, I, I mean, I, I, I remember I remember learning how to tie a snail at the hotel room at Seminole uh, when whenever Auburn was down there. So, or no, no, no. I'm sorry, it was Okeechobee. It was Okeechobee. Yeah, I, I think I we were at that event together. Yeah, that's where and I we, learned how to snail. Yeah, we, we were punching with a D-bomb, and my, my partner caught an eight, a nine-two during that tournament. I yep. got to net it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. At least Nick, you were part of it. Yeah, something. Nick, how about you, man? Uh, yep, so for punching, I definitely use this knot. Uh, for, like, flipping, I've, I use, like, it's, a, it's like a double polymer because of what he was talking about with the weight going up and down. So doing the the polymer by itself, I just wrap it around twice before I go back through, and then pull it around because it makes that it makes a double high. So when it's uh, hitting that knot, it's only hitting the top part, and I have to worry about that bottom part staying together. Okay, I, I've heard people starting to say, you know, it, it seems like snelling was the deal and it has been for a long time but now i'm kind of hearing some other people saying not snelling is kind of making a comeback so I, I guess we'll see everything has trends and i don't see any reason why you wouldn't do it but man, yeah I don't know. Don't punch. It, it, <laughs> there's not a lot to punch around here in uh <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah just not this part of north carolina in the summer, I punch a little bit here, but it's usually not something I do. I mean, I'll flip a lot, but it's not something I do a lot here either. I mean, we go to frogs and stuff like that, but yeah, 
Uh, yeah, I'll put I'll point to ads. Oh, go ahead. Sorry, Dan. It, no, even on Gunnersville and all that, where there's more grass than there is down here on the Coosa, I don't really uh I don't ever I don't punch that often. Yeah, with, with us being down here, we're fishing water willow yeah. more than more than any other grass. You know, there's a few lakes around here that's got some pads. Uh, you know, um, you know, Bankhead, there's a bunch of pads over there. Uh but yeah, I mean, sometimes I'll punch pads, but most of the time you can just get by with flipping, flipping those two. Yeah. The, uh, there's, I think whenever I was in a boat, I punched a lot more because you just have the higher, you know, it's easier to do in a boat for sure. But yep. Yeah. All right. We'll move on to the next one. Sorry about a little change there. There we go. Had the whole background changed if you're watching. Uh, next up, we have. I have too many left here. Leader, I guess this is going to be the the big one where everyone has a strong opinion. So for a leader from whatever it is, fluoro or I guess you could use mono, but fluoro to braid. What are y'all using? Nick, we'll start with you on this one. I just use the albright knot. That's what I've always used. Really quick to tie. Uh, if you know for whatever reason you have, I use like thirty pound braid to. 12 to 17 pound liter usually depending on what wow. I okay so if I'm throwing like a shaky head and it gets stuck on a dock or whatever <laughs> uh, it'll break off usually where that where that knot is uh, which is which is which is kind of like dumb but at the same time, it's I, I don't know I just would rather break off that knot than have the braid get stuck somewhere on there and whatnot but yeah so that's the knot that i generally use and it's really quick to tie so if you do break the leader off or you run out of leader you can just clip it do a couple loops back and pull it through and you're good see i i, I don't do I, I don't tie any leaders i know some people for heavier line i know mm -hmm. some people who do braid with a little bit of fluorocarbon for flipping or a lot of different techniques, but I really only use leaders for spinning reels. And I always use 12 pound braid to either six or eight pound fluoro. I, 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 st I stick with pretty light line for all my stuff, either Ned's or shaky heads or Nico's or whatever. I, I like light line, but I, I've, I've been using Alberto forever again, since college. I, I haven't had a problem. I can't remember a time I was thinking about, it. I can't remember a time when I've ever broken off at the knot on alberto and because maybe it's because i use such light line i know people complain about it gets stuck in the guides or it stops in the guides i don't have that problem because maybe because the line i use is so small is such small diameter that i don't ever have that issue but uh yeah i've been using alberto forever and so easy to tie and i know there's arguably let's say uh, arguably better knots but just being able to do it on the water and not have an issue, that's why I'm sticking with it for now. Maybe that'll change eventually. Maybe Chuck is going to convince me. <laughs> yep. What do you use, Chuck? So it sounds like we use all three different knots. Uh, I use the FG knot. Yeah, yep. I don't fancy. No, I wouldn't say fancy, but uh, uh, I mean, you know what it stands for. You know, it stands for effing good knot. So, you know, that, that's, that's the main reason. But, uh, yeah, yeah. It, it, it honestly, it takes a little longer to tie. I think I have mine down to a minute where I can. I'm fully done with the knot, ready to fish. Um, 
But uh, yeah, you know, during during the whole lockdown phase, I literally would, you know, okay, hopefully my boss isn't watching. But when we were had some downtime, I would just practice in the office, tying the FG knot over and over and over again until I got comfortable with it. Um, but yeah, uh, for me, uh, or I guess for the people who are listening and are going to watch, if if you want to learn how to tie the FG knot, Seth Fighter probably has the best fg knot tying video that i've seen um he actually adds a little bit of a touch at the end and i love doing this it makes so much sense and it, and it and it makes it where your knot doesn't come unraveled or get hung up in your guides you actually take a little big lighter and and kind of melt the braid where you finish finish it off at and you have no issue um with the knot coming undone or or getting hung up in the guides so that's kind of like what i've been doing and i tried flipping and you know playing around with baitcaster braid to braid to leader and i still do it a little bit but it's just i don't know if it, it's not really the, my favorite thing to do uh but i'm still you know i'm still kind of testing with it and it's okay um in, in certain techniques uh, i don't mind doing it but uh but yeah you know i tie the fg knot fg i knew so yeah. i knew one of y'all was going to say fg <laughs> so, man I, I even tried it. I think I even watched the Seth Fighter video. It's a good one. See, I'm maybe because you're an engineer, you can, you know, you had the, was it spatial, spatial awareness? Yeah. Spatial. Well, I, I know when I'm going to like, I'm going to braid my daughter's hair with an FG knot. So <laughs> I was a political science and business major and I, I don't have a lot of that in me. So yeah. it, it just takes a little patience, you know, um, it's, it kind of contradicts what you want it not to be. You want it to be super fast, but you also want it to you want to be confident in your knot. So that's that's what I'm confident in. I, I used to tie the double uni knot, especially on spinning setups. I could tie that thing in you know ten seconds and I'd be done. See, I can't um, tie that either. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah. I tried that one before too. Yeah, yeah. I use I use braid the leader on pretty much everything, but uh, mm -hmm. spinning or not spinning but like spinner baits and chatter bait setups stuff like that any kind of moving bait yeah. i use Cranking. it on... no no yeah crank baits chatter baits all that kind of stuff i use braid the leader on my buzz baits and like top water walking baits and stuff like that just because when you set the hook on a fish on the setups i have man they just stay pinned down i hardly ever lose fish when i hook them yeah um, you've got those nice rods yeah <laughs> he does. We've seen them. They are. He's yep. got the high dollar stuff. It yeah. was very nice. Yeah, and they're super sensitive, so you can feel 30, 40 feet down. You can feel a little fish pecking at the breed the leader setups on, like a Carolina rig, mm -hmm. uh, rig a jig, anything like that. I mean, I know a lot of people just wait for the weight, but I like feeling the fish like pick it up, and I'm like, oh yes. Is he going to take it? Oh, he's got it. And then just set the hook into him and they stay pinned with the braid to leader. Yeah. Man, I don't know. I, I'm still, I'm, I'll, I'll say it. I'll admit it. I think I'm the last person. I still use mono on my top waters. Yeah. Yeah. You can do a little, like I, I've done like a two, two, two and a half foot mono leader on some, sometimes, but honestly, oh, like I, I use the whole thing. Mono. Oh yeah. But, well, but hey, because, I, I'll say, I, because I know this about myself, I don't have 
I don't have it in me to wait. Like I have to frogs. <laughs> I, I can, it seems like I can do it better with a frog maybe because it's in the grass and I'm focusing so hard, but the, uh, but yeah, on any time it's on, uh, I just can't, I just can't do it. Yeah. I'll, you, I'll pull the hook out of them, you know? Yeah. The top water, I use the P line top water line for like the top water and walking baits. Cause like a copolymer. So it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's like whatever the interiors and then it's got a, uh, like a fluoro outer, but it's, it stays floating, which is what I really need for top water. So. So yeah, I, I want to use that top water line. I'll definitely have to check that out. Maybe that'd be a good compromise. You know, yeah. Somewhere <laughs> Yeah, it's got a little bit of stretch too. So if you got like buzz baits and stuff like that, they they stay pinned even better. There you go. Yeah, I yeah. I know it's crazy, but I use mono on my. I throw a lot of buzz baits. That's so maybe my favorite lure. I use mono for that too. Yeah, the worst thing you can do with buzz baits is throw braid. Yeah. Yeah, it does not work. I tried. I lost so many fish. I remember being on Gunnersville and I bought the. Um, it's like a toad toter, not not toad toter from Greenfish, but the whatever the dirty no the dirty jigs, the um, Scott Canterbury buzzbait. I used that when I was throwing it with braid. Man, I lost so many fish. That's whenever I went back to mono on my top waters. That that was that was the reason I did it. Okay. All right, so not too many more here. I guess that was that was a big one. Everyone's trying to figure out. And so. I don't know if we're ever going to come to a consensus on anything. It's just going to be, well, Chuck made a dang good argument on that. If you, <laughs> if you take enough time, you can figure it out. But, uh, or me or Nick, who knows, maybe you found a new knot today. That double San Diego jam though. I'll put that up against anything. I did post a video recently of this. I think they're South African of the toy. To- I'm going to say it. It sounds ridiculous. <laughs> toy knot. That's how they say it. T O I T toy knot. Toy, yeah, and they did, it looked like pretty scientific testing, like they had the whole machine that you know pulls them apart and all that. And they said that the new knot that they made is the best floor carb, the best knot there is. I don't know about that, I so I can't tie it, but uh, I'm sure you can, Chuck. No, I, I have heard about a knot though, and you know, let your viewers know if they want to learn how to tie any of these knots. Sunline Sunline's website ha- probably has the best like knot tying tutorial videos that I've ever seen. Um, so yeah, Sunline. I don't know what the exact website is, but just type in Sunline knots and it should come up in Google. But they have one called the Tornado Knot, and it's supposedly like some super duper you know fluorocarbon knot. So I don't know. I haven't tried tying that one because, you know, the G-Man knot hasn't done me wrong. And yeah. uh, I'll keep tying that one, you know. I'll, I'll say I, I got my uh, double San Diego jam. I got that from Bradley Hallman. So if you're Oh, yeah, there, yeah. I remember seeing his video, too. Yeah, check out his. That That's where I, I got it. Yep. Oh. Uh, okay. I was looking at something. Mark had said something. Uh, he might get in and be like right here at the end. He's got the, uh, the power hour. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. Maybe not tough. <laughs> He'll jump in. If not, we'll get him in on another show. I, I love the, the goat whisper. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, I guess we'll now we'll look, talk about any other ones. Uh, do you have any other knots that you use? I know Chuck, we had said, you had said you use like 11 different knots or something, right? No, 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 not that many. I have six knots though. And we've talked about four of them so far. Uh, 
Well, I, I use the Palomar. Don't get me wrong. I use it for drop shots. So I tie Palomar knot just like everybody else does for the drop shots. See, I, I use that uh the Chief Finesse spin shot hook. Oh I, yeah. It has a little swivel on it. So I, I don't I don't ever have to do the I was having a problem with line twist. That's why I went to that. But uh yeah, yeah I don't use it. And the only reason I don't use pa- the Palomar knot for like my regular fluoro setups is I, I always feel like I never tie it right. Like, like when I pull it, I don't know if my lines are crossing over or what, but it's just like, I always get like a little like kink at the bottom. And I just, I, I don't know. I just don't feel good. Like when I tie that and it, it doesn't cinch down just right for me. Um, so yeah, yeah, I, I, but I do use it for the uh, drop shot. Uh, supposedly you can tie like a uni knot or a, there's an Aaron Martin's knot. Uh, I've tried doing that one, and I, I I don't even know how he does that one. He can do it with like one handed, supposedly, uh, but I can't do that. But yeah, and uh, I have one more knot, and I think everyone has this knot, but it's just overlooked. But it's the arbor knot uh, to tie. What to is tie, arbor knot? It, it, you have to you know you have to spool your line up right. So the knot that you tie onto your spool is the arbor knot. You know, and I I don't. And, some people use just an improved clinch knot on there and whatever knot is that you can make work is fine. But the, the technical knot for the spool is the Arbor knot. And that's what I tie. I've just, I'll have to look that up. I've always, you know, like just an overhand knot, like how you start to tie your shoes, they go over each other. I just, yeah. Twice. Well, the thing about the Arbor knot, it, it makes it tight. It, it makes it tight on the spool. So when you start spooling it up, you don't have any slippage or anything like that. Just gets tighter. Yeah, that, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I, I always, I, I'm pretty particular about reels that have the holes in the and the uh, what in you, the spool in the spool. Yeah, I spool. There you go. I hate, <laughs> I hate reels that don't have the holes in the spool where you can put the line through. I know some yep. of them have like some kind of, you know, material like a plastic material, so it kind of if it doesn't have holes in the spool that that's just me all right nick i'll, I'll have to look up arbor knot though so yep maybe it, it's super easy to tie yeah nick how about you man uh, i use the san diego jam for like big uh big swim baits and stuff like that because right, you can't break it <laughs> yeah. there you go. it's not a pretty knot it's very durable for bigger baits yeah, that's the only bad thing about tying like the doubled over cinch or clinch knots. It leaves three tag ends. Mm-hmm. So if you're fishing a lot of grass, it will get hung up, you know, in some of the grass. But if you put a um, a bobber stopper in front of your knot, that can kind of prevent, you know, a lot of that grass getting on there. That's a Greg Blanchard special right there. <laughs> he does. I've never done that, but yeah, I've seen him do that. Yep. I've seen some other people do like a. I mean, it's way off subject, but like putting clackers above like weights on punching. I know that was like a, a thing down in Florida. I've never done that, but I mean, it's a lot. I'm, I'm just thinking like you were saying above the knot. But yeah, that's something else I've seen people do. Yeah. So like a Texas rig that's got a bead on it instead of just a, oh, okay. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense. You, you know, a little bit more sound. <laughs> yeah. Calling them up. maybe a little bit of red a little bit of flash there Uh, i don't know i mean it'd just be a carolina rig 
you know, the the bead, right? I guess. I don't. I don't know. I I had a buddy who would flip with that, like with the bead on on the knot, and what he would do is he would reel it like up over a laydown, but not all the way over, and he would just shake it, shake it right there, like on the like the like a branch sticking out. And dude, I saw him catch so many fish do, doing that. I don't know why I don't do that, but yeah, that's an awesome idea. Yeah, because yeah, it's just like a little crawfish, you know, like hanging on a on a on a limb or whatever, and they'll come yeah. up and kill it. Yeah. Say some some juices are given away on this first. Oh yeah. Cool. Well, that's it. I mean, we're there's no reason to to hang out. I don't tie any other knots, man. That's that's it. But uh, yeah. All right. Well, I appreciate y'all being on. I have no idea how these shows are going to go. It's all new, something different, and some shows are going to be shorter, some be longer. I mean, I guess we could talk about two, go for two hours about some subjects, but we covered pretty much all the knots. yeah, if you have any questions, I'm sure you can message any of us and, and we'll let you know maybe a good video or somewhere where you can find it that maybe we had had. Or, yeah. I got one more thing. So yeah. um, anytime you're tying fluorocarbon, and honestly any line, before you cinch it down, always wet your line. Yeah. If you don't do that, you will you will be breaking off, you know, constantly. So, yeah, I, I, I wet my, you know, if I tie mono, I wet it. I, I wet my braid. It's just out of habit now for me. So everything gets wet and then I cinch it down. Cool. And uh, yeah, any, any show we want to give y'all a chance so people can find y'all online or anybody, any sponsors, anybody that makes fishing easier for you. Nick, we'll start with you, man. Oh, wait. Sorry, say that one more time. Yeah. Where, where can people find you online? And are there any sponsors, anybody you want to shout out? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I, I used to do YouTube stuff like editing pretty hardcore editing and stuff but i kind of got away from that since this year's been really busy but you can find me uh on youtube at uh at rodden and reeling and i'm on instagram i just haven't been active this year but there's stuff from last year and the year before but once once uh i get settled in with uh you know the baby after september my wife's parents are coming to help take care of that and it'll open up a little bit more time next year they're gonna be here a year they're coming from china so uh my wife is chinese if anybody needs to know (laughs) okay so uh yeah they're gonna come so that'll open up a little bit more opportunity but i'm still gonna be going to school um i plan on over the next what three months yeah well until september uh the next few tournaments to the ones in august i'm gonna film and uh, try to get those uploaded uh, and do a lot of electronics learning stuff with people because I spent a lot of time doing that. Yeah, you have live scope, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I definitely, I, I basically got it like the week it came out and put it on my, uh, what did I have? Oh, yeah, the Jackson FD, the Kusa FD. I had it on there. Uh, it helped me win a couple tournaments, but uh, yeah, I um, uh, definitely want to give like a shout out to Queen City. I know you hear me say it a lot, but man, if Vinny and Queen City wasn't around, I probably never would have gotten into kayak fishing. I mean, I'm I'm very competitive, and I like to find competition in hobbies and stuff like that, whether it's, you know, racing down a racetrack or fishing or freaking softball tournaments or card poker. It doesn't matter. I'm just competitive all the time, and I, I'm, I'm, I just like to compete, so... Uh, Queen City definitely 
helped me out a lot get into something I really like to do uh, and to help other people get into it and learn a lot from the same stuff I do. So, And they, they're like the biggest grassroots trail in the country. I mean, they're, they're massive. Oh, yeah. Uh, so when I first got into uh, Queen City, what, 2016, I think, was when I first fished. It was just a, hey, man, come out, come and check it out. I fished like a team event up there, and it, it, there weren't a lot of people, but he was like, yeah, come back in, I think it was February. I showed up February 2016, 16, 17. I can't remember exactly which year, but uh, my first tournament, I mean, there were 93 people that showed up on Lake Norman, and I had a blast. I, I caught like one fish the whole day, but it was fun. And, you know, over the last three years, four years, I've learned a lot. And, I mean, I'm still learning, but uh, – yeah, I mean, I think Queen City's averaging like 100, 100 plus people right now. I know the summer bogs down a little bit just because it's so hot, but uh, I think we had 140 people or something, 150 people, Queen City, 157, something like that at the Hartwell event, which is like huge for the grassroots. So, yeah. but, cool. Well, thanks, man. Appreciate you being on. Uh, we'll, we'll go ahead and let you go. Okay. I'll see you, Nick. See you. Later, Nick. All right, Chuck, how about you, man? Uh, well, I honestly really don't have any, like, personal sponsors. Um, you know, I have, you know, I'm on the, the KFL Alabama Hammer, so we, we have our team sponsors, you know, which are uh, the Yak Shack. You know, they're they're a big part of, of our team. Uh, we have Gills. Um, and you'll have to help me, you know, name some of these off. Redline Lures. Uh, stinky balls, stinky balls. Stinky you know, balls can't fish bait. I still haven't got my balls. Go get some. Yeah, I still haven't got mine though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Nate's custom baits, redline lures. Uh, yeah. I think that's it. We have a and paddling fan. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, yeah. paddling fan, man. Podcast sponsors us. So yeah, there you go. But uh, I mean, honestly, you know, gotta say a huge shout out to my wife. You know, she she's been she's been off work for a while now uh, after having the baby and she takes so, you know, so much good care of her. And, you know, we've had family and stuff come over, too, but she's she's been awesome an awesome mom. And I've been I think I've been all right as a dad, you know, so far. I'm sure but, uh, you've been great. She, she 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 I would say. Tells me to go fishing, you know, on the weekends, she's I want you to do good in your tournaments, go fish, you know. I'll I'll watch over her today and all that stuff. So huge, huge shout out to her. Without her, you know, I, I probably wouldn't even be here, honestly, you know. <laughs> and I'll shout out Pilar, too. I, I appreciate her letting you out to go fishing with us. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah. She, uh, she, I, I tell her I'm fishing with Dan, and she's like, oh, yeah, you go fish with Dan all you want to. He's such she a gave, nice he, he gave me scruffy, so. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Well, cool. I, yeah. I, you know what? I never get to do this, but I'm going to shout out my sponsor since it's our first show. Yeah, man, definitely. Uh, yeah, I mean, my personally, I'm lucky enough to, I mean, because I do a podcast, not really for my fishing ability so much. No, nah, shut uh, up. <laughs> but X-Zone Lures, man, I love their baits. The tails and the crawls float. That's awesome. Bio Bio Power. I have two of their batteries. They're awesome. They just sent me a new, uh, I lost my charger, and they sent yeah. me a new one. They're you have by you in. Yeah, I mean, I'm not even sponsored by them, but dude, I have their 30 amp hour. I mean, I I really can't compare other batteries, but I can I, I can run my Garmin for like three or four days straight. 
and I won't have any issue. But yeah, th those guys are awesome, man, for sure. And they, they don't promote a lot, but I know the people that have them. No, I've never heard of anybody having a problem with them. So I haven't either. Yeah, I mean, really, they they've been around a long time. They make great batteries, and even if I didn't, if, if they didn't help me out, I would still buy their batteries. Like for sure. They, they I mean, are. that's what I did. Yeah. <laughs> and um, yeah. Who else? Uh, Summerland out. Appreciate them. They're a local shop in Columbus, Georgia. If you want an old town or Hobie, um, yeah, Jackson, it, you can. They will ship to you anywhere in the country, and they probably probably have them in stock, like the Big Water One Thirty Two, which is the old town predator. If you're looking for one and you can't find it, or a Hobie that you're that you've been looking for, holler at them. Look on their website, Summerland Outdoors. I, they probably have them in stock, and they'll ship it to you. And there's you don't have to wait months to get their to get the uh, kayak like some people are just order it they'll send it to you or go get it and stop by and say hey at my house i'll take you fishing um and last but not least yeah gadget they uh they make great products they're coming up they're making new stuff every day and they are awesome i usually don't i won't talk about my sponsors but yeah they uh i'm i'm really i have like a good group of companies i'm working with and i, I really do appreciate them and they're all yeah, yeah. So, I mean, yeah, I've got you know, sometimes you have companies that you're like, oh, they're okay. <laughs> you know, they give me some free stuff and that's cool. But now I'm the four companies I work with. I'm like, I could not be more blessed because they are all awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah I got the the Yet Gadget um, manual pole. I mean, it's a it's a solid deal for sure. Yeah, I got the. But they're black, the version of a black pack, which that Ooh, was yeah. for so long. And now I've had both their crates and they are uh, the Yak Gadget crates. I'm not putting down Yak Attack, but the Yak Gadget crates, they're just better. I mean, they just, I've heard Yak Attack's coming out with a new one. And I'm sure that'll be great trying to compete with Yak Gadget. But right now they've got the market cornered on crates. It's better, I promise. Yeah, um, I've got I've got the black pack just because it came with my boat. If I had to choose one, dude, I've seen yours, man. That thing is legit. Yeah, it's a, you know you're probably not going to get rid of the one that you have, and I, hey, I understand that. But if you're look if you're in the market for a new crate, yeah, gadgets where it's at. I'm just saying. Uh, get it. Yeah, but thank y'all. I appreciate y'all, and we'll see you on the next one. And uh, yeah, thanks for tuning in for the first show ever. Hopefully they'll. Uh, We'll have some interesting stuff here for you. Come Dude, up. I think it was awesome, man. Yeah, we'll have some cool stuff. Going to get real nerdy and geeky about some stuff. Like, I've been wanting to do this for a while. Like, tides and what baits you should be throwing, but you're not throwing. I mean, we're going to get in-depth on some stuff. So, so yeah, hold on tight, and we'll see you all again next time. Thank you. And where are your PFDs? All right, bye. Thanks for tuning in to another killer episode on Paddle and Finn. Don't forget to go check out our website at paddle, the letter N, and fin.com. Don't forget to check out the YouTube channel at Paddle and Finn. If you got a question, comment, want to hear from a future guest on a future episode, feel free to email us at paddle, the letter N, and fin at gmail.com. Don't forget to follow us on social media at Paddle and Finn on Facebook and Instagram. Shout out to our show supporters, Angler, the Angler Button, and app just makes for a better time on the water and creates a virtual logbook for every fishing outing out on the water. Shout out to Rocktown Adventures, located in northern Illinois, for all your kayaking, camping, and hiking needs. Shout out to Jigmasters Jigs. When in doubt, get the jig out. Go to jigmasters.com.